You're listening to Tarot Visions. You lucky devil. Hello, this is Rose from Tarot Visions Podcast, and I fortunately have the pleasure of getting to talk to some wonderful people in general, but tonight my special guest is Seven Star of the Seattle Tarot School. Welcome. Hi, thanks. So I was perusing Facebook, like you do, and looking at all the things, because I visit up in the Portland area quite often, and I came across your school, and people were talking about all the things that you do and the courses you offer, and I was like, I've never heard that we had a tarot school on this coast, so how did you get started? So I actually got started on meetup.com, if you Mm -hmm. know what that is. I do. So there was a Seattle Tarot meetup, and the person who was running it was moving to another state, and I had been going a couple times, and everyone asked me if I would take it over. Mm -hmm. And so I said, sure. And then I quickly realized that everyone there wanted to actually learn how to do tarot. So it wasn't really a meetup. It was more of a class. And then I just started teaching classes, and then it grew from there. And that was 11 years ago. So yeah, it's been a while. Wow, I I understand how that works. Uh, having had a meetup myself, actually too, and having to go, okay, now it's my turn to step back and let someone else do the teaching. I totally get that. But how did you evolve it from a meetup into, because I've seen the website, you have this wonderful online course that you've got and it's beautifully done. How did that evolve for you? Uh, was it just natural or? Yeah, it was very organic. I really just would teach when people would come to me. I don't do any advertising. I really don't do anything. People somehow find me or they find me through referrals and they contact me. And if I have enough people, then I run a class. And I've had, I've been very fortunate. I've been running classes pretty much every quarter since, yeah, 2007. It's been very consistent. Mostly, I think people just find me on the web just like you did. Mm. And I don't know how many people are out there teaching tarot classes, so it's pretty. It's a tiny little niche, I think, so that that helps too. <laughs> There's not many of us doing it, so yeah. Indeed. So then, what inspired? Again, like I'm bringing it back because I want more people to sign up for the online course. That's the hint here, mm-hmm. folks. How did you decide that these were the topics you were going to choose, and how did you come to those decisions? Because I've looked at the list, and I may cheat a little bit and read some of them. But again, what inspired you to do it in the way that you've done it, in the breakdown that you've chosen? Sure. So I have been doing tarot for about 25 years, and I used to be a therapist as well. Ah. And so after working with people for so many years, I noticed that people tend to have the same kinds of problems over and over, and they all come back to the same root issues. And the root issue for most people is that they're very disconnected from their authentic self, which is how they really feel and what they really think, what they want, what they need in their life. They've lost touch with that and they have either lost or never developed the skill to really be able to tune into that authentic self in the moment and be very honest and kind of meet whatever's coming up and then therefore be able to take care of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And working with tarot for so long, I see that that process of reconnecting with the authentic self is very clearly mapped out, especially in the uh, major arcana. So I was already kind of talking about this stuff with my therapy clients. And then when I, the more I did tarot, the more I realized, oh, this is all here Mm -hmm. in the 
he mapped out in the picture. So it, it just worked perfectly. So it's the things that I was already doing with people, but now I have this really cool new way to kind of bring it to life for people. And I talk a lot about awareness that, you know, you are the awareness that's being aware of that authentic self. And tarot is so great for that because you can literally physically be sitting there as the awareness. And then you have these pictures in front of you that are showing like, well, here's my thoughts and here's how I'm feeling. And here's, you know, what I decided to do, or here's something I could do. And so it really brings home that truth of the person, the client as the awareness. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that you'd broken it down into four parts, which was really interesting to see all the different things. And then, of course, the last part with, you know, making sure that there's a daily practice for people and getting them used to that habit of looking at their cards on a daily basis, not just a, oh, here, occasionally basis, which I thought was really fascinating. So what's your favorite deck right now? And then the second half of that is what's your favorite deck overall? Because those sometimes are the same and sometimes they're different, especially with every all of the new decks coming out. Yes, because I teach classes, I tend to purchase decks that are most popular with my students so that I make sure I have kind of copies of all those. I have around 50 decks, which may sound like a lot or may not sound like a lot, depending on you know where you're at in your own collection. But I don't really have a favorite overall deck, I have to say. It all depends on my mood. Actually, I should also say that I use multiple decks every time I read because they all have a different feel and a different kind of way of speaking to you. For example, I really like the Osho Zen deck if I really just want to get something really obvious and right in my face. Like, it's this. Because that deck, the pictures are so striking and very, very clear. Like, there's no mistaking what's going on there. So... But then if I want something a little more homey, a little more comfortable, then I'll use a Native American deck. Like I like the Vision Quest deck. It's very soft and inviting. It feels like family to me. So I like that one for that, if that's what I'm looking for. And then I also really like the Animal Wisdom Tarot. Recently, I've been using that a lot because the pictures are just really simple and they're different from the traditional weight cards. So it gets you thinking. Mm -hmm. And they're very very cleverly done. The more I look at them, the more clever I see they are. So I really like those. Let's see, what else do I use? I like the Shadowscapes deck, but it's difficult to see because there's so much little detail and it's hard to see all that detail. So I like it, but it's sometimes overwhelming, like all the detail in the picture for me. Mm -hmm. And then I also use a Medicine Wheel deck in conjunction with the tarot cards, if that makes sense. Yes. So you combine this, the oracle with the tarot. Yes. For some. And then I don't use any of those decks when I read for clients. So when I read for clients, I use the deck called Tarot of the Spirit, which I, I don't know if a lot of people have it, but I really like that one because it's very abstract and very neutral. So I can use it with a wide variety of clients. It, does, it has people of all different sizes and colors and shapes and so it's not specific to any particular culture or race. or um, It's very gender fluid. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it's appropriate for anyone. So I love that deck for working with clients. Cool. So because of just what you said, what decks do you see your students being drawn to? Since they come to you and go, okay, I want to learn how to do this. I mean, do you recommend that they start with a Rider Waite deck or do you let them just choose what they want? 
Yeah, I recommend that people start with a deck that they like and that they feel like the pictures speak to them and it's easy for them to read and get something from because that's really what I teach is doing it off of your intuition. I always tell people, look at the picture. You know, they have pictures for a reason. That's why they don't just have a word on them. You're supposed to look at the picture and it's it's artwork. You're supposed to interact and get ideas from looking at the picture every time. So I tell people, get one that you like, that you're fascinated by the artwork. That's the most important thing. And don't worry if how traditional it is. Or, that's all secondary. That all comes later, I think. You want to build that relationship with the cards first and then later on you can learn the traditional meanings and they're not as important as you making your own meaning out of the cards that's my opinion no i appreciate that because that's kind of what i teach as well i kind of go okay give me your book and they all look at me and i'm like no 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 give me your book (laughs) and then i'll chuck it in front of them not like far but just so they see that it's like okay now that'll be there later let's look Uh at what we've got in front of us so i appreciate that yeah way of going forward. It sounds like you've got a lot of interactive work with your students. How do you see people finding you? I mean, obviously word of mouth. Do you go to events? Do you? No, no, (laughs) I don't do anything. I really don't do anything. Like you said, I have a special needs child Mm -hmm. and I have another job as well, you know, and I'm married and I have a house and I'm just a regular person. So I'm very busy and the tarot is something that just kind of happened to mm-hmm. me. And so I'm still teaching. As long as people ask me to teach, I will. You know, maybe when my, my son's a little older, I might start getting out there a little more and actually doing advertising or going to events. But right now, I just don't have time. So I just teach whenever I get contacted, which is often. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, it just kind of flows. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Well, I have a question that... It seems kind of silly now, but I'm going to ask it anyway. When you're looking at things and you're trying to get your students engaged, and obviously you want them to do a lot of hands-on work, do you suggest books to them for them to get them started on the path that you're wanting? Is there anything like Scholastic that you offer to them? Or is it just kind of more, here's the cards and let's see how that works? So it depends on what I'm teaching. So I have my course, Mm. The Complete Journey. And that does have a curriculum that I wrote. It's a, I have my own book. Oh. It's, a, it's a book and a workbook, and that all comes with the course. And I can't remember how many pages it is, but all of the, all of the chapters uh, and everything that you're looking at online, those are all my book. I wrote all of the curriculum. Okay. So you get that as part of the class. So and is it just the Seattle Tarot School book? Do you have a title? I don't think it has a title. I think it just says The Complete Tarot Journey... The Life You're Meant to Live. That's the name of the course. Oh, okay. I think it says that on the front. Like I said, (laughs) this is all kind of like people come and I'm like, here, I have this curriculum. I mean, not that I haven't worked on it. It's something I worked on. No, no, obviously. But it's not like super formal. I usually just print it out and actually I put it in a binder and then I give the person the binder. It's not like a book that's produced by, you know, I print it myself. (laughs) So... So yeah, I have the curriculum. I'm going to say it's probably like, maybe it's like 90 pages. Mm -hmm. And then it has activities in it and everything is in there. And we follow the curriculum throughout the course. It's amazing. I'm fascinated. So when, when you, so you've just moved is something that you mentioned. Will you be doing more meetups in your new area so that more people can find you? Because I went looking to see 
where to send people who live up in that direction. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you to go to a meetup with you? Or is that not something you're doing at the moment? Well, at the moment, actually, I'm still driving up to Seattle and teaching up there. Ah, okay. So I'm still doing classes and workshops up in Seattle. And then you can always do the online course with me at any time. And that's just, I send you the curriculum and then you will have one-on-one sessions just with me and it's all personalized. So we'll, you know, meet in person or meet over Skype and people can enter that at any time. And then as far as the meetup, I do want to start doing that again down here. I'm just right across the border from Portland, Oregon, and I do have a room in my new place where I can do the classes, but we have boxes everywhere. Oh, so you've just moved, just moved. We just moved, exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so we saw boxes everywhere, etc. So hopefully by the beginning of next year, like January, I should have it set up so that I can start doing the meetups down here and then I'll do both. So I can do Portland area and I can also do Seattle area. And I hope to do more online workshops like Mm -hmm. mini instead of, because I only have the one course. It's a big, long course. It's six weeks and some people feel like it's expensive. And so I hope to do some of my smaller workshops and put those online uh, as soon as I have time. (laughs) Well, it sounds like that if somebody is ready to dive in and do this, that they can, because again, as I looked over the course option, because I'm nosy like that, I saw that there were like the different parts and they're very well thought out. And I think it's a good place for people to really be able to expand the knowledge and also then connect with someone who's doing the work. And that seems a really good place to start. So one last thing, I guess, is what would you tell promising students or people who are interested where they should start. As far as a person who just got a new deck, I would tell them, forget about the book, just like you said. And I would say, just get to know the pictures. I would just look at the pictures and see what you see there and see if you can relate to them in any way. Right. So you could kind of check in with yourself, like, how am I feeling right now? Or what's going on for me right now? And then look at the picture and see if there's anything in the picture that feels like, yeah, that's me. That's how I'm feeling. Or that's something that's happening for me. Or that's a person I know. And just make connections between you and the picture that you're looking at. And that's what I did for the first 10 years. I did not read anything about tarot. And I had cards. And I all I did was look at the pictures. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, I had a journal. And I just was like, oh, I, hey, I wonder, you know, how am I really feeling about my job? Do mm-hmm. I, you know, do I? want to be in this job and then I just kind of look at the pictures and start writing and I, I recommend that over everything else don't read anything mm-hmm. anything you read on tarot is just someone else's opinion of tarot because there is no like holy grail of tarot where it's like the book tarot is just a bunch of pictures and everything that's ever been written is just another person's take on it because there's no real like I said you know the book of tarot because it evolved over time and there's many different decks and different versions. And it really is all about what you think and what you see in the pictures. That's the most important thing. So it sounds like trust your intuition, folks, and just journal. Make sure you journal. Yes. And then if people are looking for a class, I would, this is my own personal experience. I'm not sure how other people feel. But for me, it's all about the person who is teaching the class. Because again, Everyone has their different way of doing tarot, Mm -hmm. and it's so widely varied. 
So I would really check out that person and see if you feel a connection with them. See if you like them and you, you, it's someone you would want to interact with and want to talk to and want to spend time with. Tarot is very personal. And especially in my classes, we get very, very, very personal. I mean, we can go as deep as you want if you're willing to go there. And it's a relationship. So I have a a relationship with my students. So if you're going to take a course from someone in something that's so personal, it's like looking for a therapist. I would look for someone that you feel like drawn to this person. I really want to work with this person as opposed to just taking a tarot class. Find a teacher that you feel like I want this person to teach me. Cool. So do you associate your tarot with religious anything? I mean, I, I don't want to assume pagan, but somebody might. So would that, does that apply to you or does this, is it more the psychology part that drew you and therefore you realize the connection for yourself? Cause it's about that time of year where everybody's like, everyone wants to get a tarot reading because Samhain or Halloween. Okay. So this is a very complicated question. <laughs> There's so many ways I could answer it. So I am a very spiritual person. However, I also don't really see a divide between psychology and spirituality. In fact, if you look at any field, they're all kind of coming down to the same truth. Psychology, biology, physics, right? Everything seems to follow a similar law. Mm-hmm. There's just one law of the universe and every spiritual system is speaking about that law and it's talking about the same truth and any scientific field whether hard science or soft science including psychology they're coming to the same point as well so i don't see a big difference so it's totally parallel like what people are talking about the underlying story underneath buddhism and the underlying story under christianity and the underpinnings of the goals of psychotherapy they're all the same. It's all the same thing, which is to come back to the true self and to recognize the true self and to show love and compassion to the authentic self that is arising in each moment and to then therefore be able to care for that authentic self. That's what psychology is all about. And that's what every spiritual system is all about. So the answer is yes, 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 yes. And yes, if that makes sense. Yes, actually it did. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up my questions tonight because I just was like all these things. And now I'm kind of like, okay, now I need to look at your course more. And how much am I going to do? When am I going to have the time to do it? And it's soon. Well, so the way we can find you is, of course, www.seattletarotschool.com. And we can sign up for your online course. We can start following you to find out more about when you're going to have your meetups, which will be in the future. And anything else you wanted to share with us tonight? Just to add that I am still doing classes, in-person classes in Seattle right now. Okay. I'll start in Portland around January-ish. So, yeah. So if you need 7-Star now, you can go to Seattle. If you can wait a little bit, you can email her, I'm sure, through her site. And also find out when the next meetup is closer to you. Well, thank you so much for taking some time tonight and chatting. And thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. All right, listeners, thank you so much. This has been lots of fun getting to chat and find out more about what's going on in the Pac Northwest and the Seattle Tarot School. Thank you guys for listening, and we hope you have a great Samhain. Thank you for listening to Tarot Visions, a podcast for the modern oracle. To keep the conversation going, please find us on Facebook, 
at tarotvisionsus, or follow us on Twitter at tarot underscore visions.